Welcome to Trey's Table Talks Podcast, episode 11. This is part two of celebrating five years with JMC's Fosters Forward fundraiser, which is all about promoting and pushing forward JMC's mission and vision to continue to keep safe these children in Washington State. On this episode, Trelane interviews Jessica, a former JMC Youth Care Direct aide, who shares her experience on working with JMC and why the work must continue. Hi, Jessica. Hello. Oh my God, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, you were just a little young, little impression thing when you came to JMC. Now you about to get married, or did you get married? No, we'll get married this October. Oh my God, Jessica. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> I know I think I was like what, 19 when I started with you? Yes, young. <laughs> she was in school trying to get that degree, knew she wanted to work in this field. And so now you've grown up. She was one of our first people, the first yeah. five years. So I'm so excited to have you on here to celebrate five years the girls house being open and it's still going strong you know we always have things we gotta tighten up and make better and things like that but it's still going strong and listen at the end of the day everyone is safe mm -hmm. and that's all that matters so <laughs> everyone is safe so what's been going on in your life since you left i think you left us what 2020 or 19 when was that um, so I was there from July 2018, I think, and then I left a little bit over a year later, so at the mm -hmm. end of 2019. Yes, 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 yes. So what's been going on with you? What are you working in now? And we already talked about your wedding that's coming up in October, and I better get an invite, by the way. <laughs> you will. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> so I left you, and then I went and finished school, and I graduated in 2020, and then... Um, right now I started working. I actually just hit my year mark, um, on Tuesday. Awesome. I, I'm working in a crisis, um, interventionist call center type thing. Nice. Mm-hmm. So are you finding like you're getting a lot of kids with <laughs> stuff and. Oh, yes. Um, I was actually talking to a few of my coworkers that the, um, call volume from schools the last two years has had a huge uptake. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And we get a few calls from some foster kids as well. There's a, a group home that's out there that we get called to every once in a while. Okay. Mm -hmm. We need to connect with you too, because I'm sure we could definitely use that as a resource. Um, sometimes, you know, a lot of times we'll offer crisis and then they're like, no, I don't want to call crisis. We're like, no, but crisis is going to help you. Aren't you in a crisis? <laughs> I want to kill myself. Okay. You want to call somebody? Do you have a plan? Um, no, I just, I'm just upset. I'm, I'm anxious. I, I'm whatever. Okay. Do you want to talk to somebody else that we can, cause you and I both know that we are not therapeutic. Mm -hmm. You know, we, as much as we try, you know, uh, try to do things for these kids, we're not therapeutic. So they need someone that can talk, say the right things, catch certain things that the child is not saying or saying to make sure they're safe. So it sounds like that's what you're doing. Is that correct? Yes, correct. So what are some of the things, um, just talking about your job here now, um, how does this connect or does it connect to your experience at JMC 
and what you did as a youth, uh, you were youth direct care. How did this, do you see the connection between what you're doing now and maybe how I'm hoping that JMC experience, you know, uh, prepared you for what you're dealing with now? Oh yes, very much. It's, it definitely helps me see the other side of things. Cause sometimes as a crisis worker, when we go in, you only see just a little blimp, like just a 30 minute screenshot of their life. And so, especially when dealing with these youth um, at school or in their home, um, I can take that experience from JMC and see the other side of it that we normally wouldn't get to see like, oh, this might've happened to trigger this. And I could help them a little bit better knowing kind of where they come from. Uh-huh, that's good. That's good. I really appreciate that. Um, so you were, as I said, a direct care person at JMC. What were some things that you, um, your experiences overall working there? Um, you were young yourself. Mm -hmm. um, what are some things you learned about yourself or you just kind of learned about this work? Oh, patience for one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and just like empathy and understanding them, getting to know their background and what they want to do and their future goals mm -hmm. um, and helping them along that path. Because a lot of the youth that we see, especially at that age, the teenage age, they've been in the system for so long that they mm -hmm. just need someone to come and be that familiar face to them, the family that they needed. I guess one of the questions I have is what made you keep coming back every day <laughs> um, definitely you know. the fulfillment um i know one of my greatest memories um is every day seeing their like the brightness in their faces from the changes we were helping them do mm -hmm. and just making their life better um and just like the small things we would do for them and you can see it in their face that they never had that before Mm -hmm. um, or just like taking them out. I know a few times we took them on trips to like bowling or the aquarium. And yes. so many of them never had that before. They didn't know what bowling was. And I was like, wow. Yeah, it, it was definitely fulfilling to work there and be with them. Wow, wow, wow. And that that is so good. And so now, Jessica, we have to battle a lot of times uh, not having cell phones and so that becomes an issue so I think we had cell phones when we first started and it wasn't an issue but lately it's the last three years has become quite an issue but what we're finding is that not having that that they do realize that oh my god I can have life without my cell phone and be okay mm -hmm. and I just I feel like that helps with them being safe feeling secure and things like that along with having staff members as yourself who really cared about the girls. Now, did you find that maybe sometimes you'd have trouble getting the respect from the girls as an authority figure who wasn't that much older than some of the girls that would come in? Did you find that you had some issues with that? And if so, um, what did you do about that? Yeah, I think my age definitely played a problem with some of them just being like two or three years older than, my, than mm -hmm. them at the time. Definitely made a few complications. Um, but just kind of like explaining why it was I was there so young and why I wanted to be there, um, and just having that conversation with them usually mm -hmm. helped me a lot. Um, but the different personalities between all of us and the staff is going to make a difference with them as well, and the rapport that gets built with them. Sometimes they're going to like somebody else more than you, and that's mm -hmm. okay as long as they feel safe to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that sometimes, you know, 
um, even staff, you know, over the years has had that some have had an issue with, you know, trying to be the friend versus getting respect. Now, I'm always like, I need you to respect me. I'm not here to be your friend. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but we do know it's important to have that trusted adult who can also be a friend as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was something you I could see you you grown from when you first came to when you left. You definitely had seen that growth with you and things like that. Um, so why do you think it's important that JMC continues this work? Oh, my gosh, it is so important. So let me tell you, I had a meeting with the DCYF person actually at my job. Um, I want to say it was a week or two ago, and they came in talking about the need, um, and it's a need across Washington. It's just not just Lewis County where I work now. Uh-huh. He was telling us about how many youth are in the system right now and how they don't have enough homes for them. Right. And the emergency placement homes, and so many of them are living in hotels right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just that alone. And that, uh, I mean, I do know that there are some people who are experiencing homelessness and a hotel is their home per se, but that's not where they want to be. No. They, um, yeah. I'm like what you have, but there's not enough of them. And so yeah. Pushed off to the hotels. And that is not a life for a kid. We mm -hmm. definitely need more homes like JMC. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it is definitely our pleasure to first of all have had you with us again being so young and coming in and really I, I like to think that we helped you know blow on that spark that you already came with to care for children in foster care you came to us with that desire to help and how you are continuing that work in a different capacity some three four years later so you definitely, to me, are still a part of JMC's family, and we appreciate you and everything you've contributed. And thanks for taking out time with us today. And and listen, I want to see that wedding invite there. Okay, <laughs> that's what I want to see. And you continue to stay connected. If ever you just want to drop in and volunteer, or even share with some of the girls, you know what you're learning <laughs> and tools that you have from your job, you can feel free to stop in and just maybe have a little group conversation with those girls to say, hey, I used to work here, I understand. And here are some tools that can help you. And it's kind of like having that conversation that you have over the phone, but kind of in a more preventative manner, right? And then I think that it also will let them know that they're not by themselves in some of their thoughts or when they're going through crisis, right? Yeah. So um, I would love for that to happen, not only with the girls, but the boys home, because you know we have a boys home and we're also have a, we're about to do a behavioral rehabilitation service. Oh, that's, um, that's needed I, so much. Yes, yes. So any tips that you can give us or share with us, resources to share with us to help these kids, we would love it. We would love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I would love to stop by and see everybody and help in that aspect and talk to the girls and the boys. That would be amazing. Absolutely. Well, just let me know when you're ready, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, again, thank you for your time. We'll merge these two uh things together like I just told on what on us but we had a little tech technical difficulty for those listening and we'll put it all together to make it one big thing but thank you again for your continued support of uh, being a part of JMC family yes thank you stay tuned as we go live good afternoon everybody Trey's Table Talks listen we talked about it five years five years this month 
five years this month. Let me see if I can find Miss Nerisa on here. What was her name on here? Was it Zoe Zotara or something like that? Nerisa, maybe she's on Instagram only. I can't remember what, she, what it was, but anyway, she is one of our original um, foster, I mean, direct care people. And later on this afternoon, when you, um, this evening, you could check out our podcast where I have Jessica Mullins, who was with us in 2018, and she is still part of the JMC family. She's moved in a different uh, area where she's on the crisis end for, you know, even our kids that may call now. So that's what she's doing now. So again, five years, y'all, five years, y'all, we are accepting donations. We've already had this wonderful couple by way of Michelle McCord, uh, who is a fantastic real estate person. If you ever need somebody to sell or help you buy a house, she's amazing. And so she connected us with a family out in Lake Caps who they were selling, they're selling their house and they gave us these really nice um, sofas and a love seat, one of those big oversized chairs and an ottoman and a nice uh, nightstand that we are going to put in our girls, I mean, excuse me, in our boys' house, the new house, the Behavioral Rehabilitation Services house called New Dawn Program. And so we're excited about that. And I'm expecting our first child next May. I'm just going to put it out there. Next May as in next month, May 2024. Three, 2023. I must be talking about the next house after this. 2023 is what we are going to be doing. So we are doing this work. I only talk about foster care service. You know, what's so nice is that I had somebody from DCYF reach out and saying how they listen to us. And so that's a little pressure because I don't want to say anything out of order. <laughs> but we are partners with DCYF. And we love what they do and the work that they do because, again, they're helping children and families who are very vulnerable and they're very uh, defensive kind of situation. So um, maybe the better word is hostile. There's a lot of hurt and trauma that's happening. And there's people who are dealing with the, the, these families daily. And um, we are privileged, in my mind, to be able to talk to and care for the children in foster care, all right? And I have an amazing team, which you're going to be able to talk to. I always talk about my team and really my management team. And so next Friday, next Friday, April 28th, we're going to go live one more time. I told you I'm going to talk about this um, to talk about the five years of celebration in the girl's house and what we're doing and where we're going and how excited we are to be working so you'll be able to hear from this amazing team who has let all this stuff, have all this stuff happen these last few years. Okay, who's on here? Anybody want to talk to me? We Just a reminder that we are um, raising funds, uh, monetary, four areas, monetary, and you could go to uh, dollar sign, JMC Kids Place to donate. I've already gotten a donation from a family member. I love that. Thank you so much. And nothing is not too small or too big. Nothing. Everything can be used. Okay. And let me tell you, you give to these kids, it will bless you. It will go into smart things that help enhance 
what we're doing with these children. It's not, again, we're not trying to get rich or anything like that as far as money, money, but rich in blessings, rich in fulfillment, rich in the satisfaction of knowing that we're doing our part to secure the safety of children in foster care, okay? So we are doing monetary donations. You can go to Cash App. If you need, uh, if you're gonna do a big one, which hey, we'll love a big one, and you need a tax write-off or a, a, a um, what do you call it, like a charitable donation, I will definitely be glad to send you a letter saying thank you so much. And if you want to be known, I will gladly, happily, let let people know that it was you that did it. Yes, thank you. Um, we are also child needs, so clothing. Um, uh, personal items. I have someone who is going to be buying a bunch of deodorant, things like that. They've already committed to doing that. And so I'm excited about that because again, that helps us, all right, to be able to have that donation for personal hygiene, um, body wash, things of that nature. Um, we have these boys. Hey, Tanya, finally somebody's popping on. Let me see them. I see the live. You know, I, I never understand this because it'll say five people are on live. And then maybe two or three people are talking, but then when I'm done, it'll say like 54 people viewed it. I don't know. Are people popping on and they pop off? Am I not entertaining enough? <laughs> Is not what I'm talking about important enough to give me 20 minutes of your time? <laughs> um, what we are talking about, you was kind, you was important. What was the other one? You are beautiful. Angel, sister Angel, you are important. You are kind and you are what? Important important. Thank you. You was kind, you was smart, you was important. <laughs> Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. And what we do is important. And we tell our kids, you are smart. You can. And if you let us, we'll help you. I have a boy right now that came in and he, man, he's having, he had some challenges. He's been with us before. And he got a little assaulted. You know, I won't go into details, but when he saw Mavis and Dre, you've seen them before on here. When he saw them, it just made him feel so much better about being back with us. And he was like, well, if I, if I behave, can I stay here until I go back to my mom? And we're like, yeah, but you better behave. So, <laughs> but um, again, they just have this touch about them with these kids. So again, why we're on here this month. First of all, this is Child Abuse Awareness Month, okay? Number one, this, that's it. We all have a responsibility to these kids. Hey, Angel, Cynthia, that's Cynthia. Listen, Cynthia is one of our kids and you're going to hear from her this month. Stay tuned. We're just going to celebrate five years. Five years in this business. Um, we are monetary gifts, fundraising, five years. Monetary, JMC Kids Place. That is our cash app. We will accept small or large donations. We do have a tax exempt ID. If you need a, a letter, we'll be happy to do that for you. Um, child needs, as I said, deodorant, uh, hair care products, African-American hair care products, uh, ethnic, uh, just curly hair, different shampoos, um, uh, conditioners, all these things. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. So whatever. And like I said, I have somebody who's going to be doing their part 
with with a de deodorant on Amazon. We have an Amazon wish list, okay, to help with our funding of our beds. Towels. Somebody asked me about towels, um, bathroom towels, things like that. We need all of that, not only for the new BRS house that we're opening, but for the girls' house, the boys' house. I don't know what happens to our towels. I don't know what happens. Okay, put the cash app down. Okay, let me see. How do I do that? I'm going to have Peggy, who is an amazing guy. She, how about I'll try with my glasses first? She is an amazing producer. She's going to put this on here for you. But we need things like towels. We need, it's in caps. I don't know if that, oh, I have to put the dollar sign. Is J, yeah, does it matter if it's caps? I don't know. Okay. Well, it's like the JMC is cap. You know, we should have been, we should have been a little bit more prepared. That's my, 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 my bad. Kids place. Yes. JMC Kids Place, whatever you have, we would love it. We'll ever, you know, and I would love to call you out, man. I would love to call you out. I would love to call you out and say thank you. If nothing else, send us your information. We'll email you, tell you thank you. Sir, oh my God, services alternatives is on Instagram. <laughs> Let me tell you about services alternatives and what I know. First of all, they are huge. Foster care, CP, they do everything. They do a lot. And they kind of won, y'all don't know this, but I, I kind of follow you in, in, in the way of like, pay attention to what you all are doing. You know, y'all have been in this business a long time. They've been around for a long time and they have impacted many a kids. And so one of the ways that we have been able to use service alternatives is that a couple of years ago, I had um, one of my employees, Josh Kenton, who's also um, one of my management team. I had him attend a right response trainers certification class put on by Service Alternatives. And they also, I believe you all still do your, um, uh, you still do your BRS program. And I, when I came into this work, uh, maybe about four years ago, we came in five years, but about four, about the year in, I heard about services alternatives being new, uh, a, a very a, one of those programs that you need to model. And so I talked to a couple people. It's been years since we've talked about BRS, but they just had a wonderful reputation for doing this work. And so those, those are the people that you mimic. You may take a little bit here, a little bit that here, there from different people. And you've heard me talk about different providers because we're all in this together. We want these kids safe. So I'm so excited that you all are on this right now with us. I feel honored like Service Alternatives is in the building. Yay. Yes, Angel. Brand new items. Listen, don't let these kids, don't listen, y'all. Now, the furniture we got, it's, it's, it's a little dated as far as like, you know, the styling, but it's in great condition. I mean, things like that, you could put a little sofa over it. Sofa, you want a sofa, sofa covers? You could put that on there. Okay. But yes, brand new items, you know, Angel, she works with my mom, our mom, Mary, who is, who has connections and she'll go and get us brand new towels, brand new sheets. And I'm, we need that twin beds. We need, as I said, I don't know where the towels go. I think the kids take them with them. So we always need towels y'all. Okay. We always need towels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Angel said, just making sure. Cause you know, listen, don't, don't send these kids. Think about it. Don't send these kids no tattered up towels. Don't do that. 
Mm -mm. Okay. So child needs. The third thing that we are fundraising, pro-social activities, things that we can do with them, things that they love, their sparks. Again, plug there for Scott Hanau, who's our I call him our clinician mentor. Um, he was the executive director at Community Services in Olympia. And so Services Alternatives, I know you guys know, are familiar with that group. And they have been so amazing with us and our CPA, as well as our um, just our partnerships, because we uh, work together with their company, uh, their, their Crisis Residential Center in Tacoma, um, the director over there. We work uh, closely with, with them, um, different kids, and, and just sharing best practices and how do we work together to keep these kids safe. And so um, one thing he would always say, Scott would say is about learn about the kids spark. What do they like? So these kids like basketball. Of course they like video games, but what are some physical things that they can do? Basketball, they can golf, they can go fishing. So maybe you have some pro social activities that you like to do. Um, as I told you, my, my sister-in-law, Monique Davis, she's a soap maker. So she, and she has a beautiful business by the way. Um, but she came out and taught the girls how to do um, make their own soaps. Um, so maybe there's different things. They always need adult coloring books. Those are things that can help de-stress them and, and help them de-escalate. Um, all kinds of things, pro-social activities, things that we as adults can do with them. Because I'm telling you, and anybody that works with teenagers, and this is for everybody's teenager, even you that um, who have teenagers you're trying to raise and you're pulling your hair out, Find something that they like to do and do it with them. It could be doing a TikTok dance, right? I, I think what's so funny is when I try to, um, I've gone out to the girl's house and they're trying to teach me the latest TikTok dance. And I'm like, I'm doing it with them. I'm, I'm like, look here, honey, I'm too old. They love that connection because I'm trying to do it with them. I'm, I'm letting myself act a fool, you know, for their sake. And it just creates this beautiful connection because guess what? This adult is interested in what, I want to do. And so pro-social activities are also a way, you know, maybe you want to buy like 10 tickets to a Rainier's game, you know, um, or you want to, um, whatever you want to do. Okay. Just things that you like to do and, uh, things that they could do board games, card games, um, things like that, you know, pro-social activities. Okay. And the last thing is transportation. So again, I might have somebody on here who wants to donate a beautiful car. Now that could be used as long as it's in good condition now, okay? Seatbelts have to work, car has to work. Don't, don't do the jump thing. Okay, don't do that. Come on, y'all. These are our babies. They're already out of home. They're already out of placement. They're already in a situation that they don't want to be in. Do they need to get into a raggedy car? No, I don't like what We have these nice vans at the boys and girls house. And I do not like when I go check on these vans and they're dirty. You mean to tell me that you guys can't go down a car wash, make sure these kids have a clean car wash, a clean, a clean car? And that even means sometimes we have the kids clean out the car because that's a way for them to do their own responsibility. And then they get, they get to earn what we call JMC Bucks. JMC Bucks is where they can find an MP3 player. They can have makeup in that store. They can have Takis. What is it about young people and Takis? I'm not sure, but they love Takis. Well, we don't buy them per se just for them to have them, but they can earn enough dollars to go into our JMC stores and get their own talkies or whatever it is. That's also a part of the child needs and the um, pro-social stuff. Maybe it's a basketball that they could take with them when they leave. It doesn't belong to JMC, but it belongs to whoever that child was that did those extra chores, that their behavior turned around, whatever it is, and they earned the JMC bucks to go into the JMC store. All right. 
So four areas next month, next week, we are going to be talking more about this fundraising. You're going to hear from uh, a couple of former employees. You're going to hear from my, my current team. And we're going to try to have a conversation, you know, with our current people and our veterans. You know, keep in mind, veterans with us is like five, six years. Well, you know, we're, we're kindergartners. So, but I have such a great team of people who've come with us in this last year or so who really love this work. And I would love to just kind of get their opinion of what they think about all this. All right, now I got to put my glasses on and I don't try to put them on because of the glare, but I got to see what y'all saying because I'm seeing things happening. All right, Chelsea Smith, Nicole. Hello, Miss Yolanda. Hello, Donasia. Hello, Donasia's brother DJ is with us. I'm so excited. We have, listen, I got to find something for Donasia to do. I know she has a full-time job, but this would be the second Dorsey I've gotten in, as part of the staff. And they were both amazing. And I, I think Dorsey, uh, DJ is going to be amazing too. All right. Um, but I'll say this, DJ Senior, Donald Dorsey Senior is in this work with Muckleshoot Tribe. And he's been there for many years. So I think he's inspired his sons to be a part of it. Uh, Donovan was with us a couple of years and he moved out of state. He tried to hang on with us, but he got and had a new baby, different responsibilities. But whenever he wants to come back, he can definitely do that. All right. Um, yes, thank you, Service Alternative. Thank you for all the kind words. We love the work. I love that. I love that. And I know you guys are like mega. So I appreciate Service Alternatives and what you do as well. We are partners in making sure these children are safe. Um, Labrika. Labrika is actually a former JMC employee. She was my weekend warrior with the visitation specialist. She did that thing for what, three years, Labrika? I think you were three years with this and then COVID happened. Um, so yeah, so she did that thing. She called and she was like Tony. She called, so I call these kids her babies. She had a, you know, you fall in love with these kids. You fall in love with them because they're just neat kids. And at the end of the day, they just want acceptance. They just want family, you know? And, and sometimes it's not, it's not always their bio family. But man, if you could be family for somebody, this is great. So is this Chelsea that's in DCYF? I think Chelsea Smile Nicole. Yes, is this Chelsea Smile Nicole? Now see, this is, it is great role. I think this is Chelsea who is in DCYF. And let me tell you, baby, the work that she does, if this is the one, because I can't remember your last name right now, but TPS. Okay, Tacoma Public School. Awesome. 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 But you deal with kids. And you deal with these foster kids. And you deal. Oh, the school board. Yes. Yes. Thank you for your service and what you do with these kids. Because again, as a board member, your job is to make sure that they are good. The other Chelsea, I know, right? <laughs> there are quite a couple of Chelsea's who are very impactful in the city of Tacoma area. So and work with kids as well. So thank you, Chelsea, for serving in our school district um, and what you've I've definitely heard of you. Oh, and you're also a respite provider. Pre, girl, when you talk, this woman is on the Cone Public School Board. She's a preschool teacher and a respite provider. You are definitely dedicated to the work of children, however that looks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Linton, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm enjoying this. Linton knows me. We've been, we've grown up together and he knows that this is not my story. I don't have a foster care, foster, foster child story, but this is my purpose. My job is to put safe people 
and put them in safe places, these children in safe places with safe, trusted adults. That is my job. That is my job. And it's not only my job, but it's our team. It is the job of the Department of Children, Youth, and Families. It's really even the job of like Tacoma Public Schools and all these other school districts. We want to educate these kids. We want to make sure that they go home safe because if they don't have, and Chelsea knows this as a preschool teacher, if they're not getting the care and love that they need at home or they're being abused and or neglected at home, they can't come to school and really stay focused on learning. It's a barrier, right? So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to remove barriers for these children. So that's why I'm so excited about going to the rehabilitation, the behavioral rehabilitation services for these boys, because we want to remove barriers that keeps them from really thriving, you know, as best as possible. So that's what we're trying to do. So I am so excited about you guys. Remember next week, share with people. I do not ask for money, you know. And I'm raising the church. <laughs> that was a little shock. But anyway, <laughs> but I don't ask for money, y'all. I do not ask for money. I don't ask for donations, child needs. I mean, if you are paying for the deodorant, guess what? I don't have to pay for it. That still saves us money. <laughs> so thank you. Hey, Nara, I missed you, baby. I texted you too. You text me back. Okay. Um, so that's me. That's my personality. First time on here. Thank you. Uh, and please come back and see us again next week when we are live with our different video presentations and just really trying to hit these goals of getting more monetary child needs, pro-social activities, and transportation. All right. Thank you again, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Check us out. You can come see us on uh, jmckids.com if you're interested in fostering. Fosters at jmckids.com. Fosters. Now, again, I need the 10 and up, 10 years old and up, folks. That's what we need. All right. There are plenty of babies, plenty of people that would take on babies. But I would love if you would take on a teenager. They're awesome. Come on, try the teenagers. They're amazing. All right. All right. Thank you again. Thank you, Instagram. Thank you, everybody, for coming and joining us. And this will end our Trace Table Talk till next week. Have a great day. We're wrapping up this episode with our monthly theme, which is faith. Foster care is extremely difficult, but faith helps navigate its challenges. Every foster child out there needs restored faith in family, their safety, and community. We will continue to surround these kiddos with trusted adults who ensure their stability in every possible way. And you can help us help them by today donating towards our Fosters Forward fundraiser. You can give monetarily through child needs, through pro-social activities such as donating basketballs, footballs, uh, baseballs, anything of that sort, or by helping us gain transportation for these kiddos to take them to certain things like appointments and school and such. So if you're interested today, contact us at admin at jmckids.com. All right. That is our podcast for the day. If you would like to become a foster parent, please check us out jmckids.com. And talk to us about how you would love to be a foster parent 
email us at fosters at jmckids.com. We'll be happy to talk to you about you becoming a foster parent. Also, we are in a hiring frenzy. We're hiring for each one of our houses, as well as case aid support, direct care support, um, as well as subcontractors for our family time services. So please hit us up. We have jobs out there if you want to do part-time or full-time. And maybe you feel like that's the way you can make your difference with these foster children. We'll be glad to make you a part of our village. All right. Thank you again. This has been Trelane Davis from Trey's Table Talks representing JMC, James Matthew Commission. Thank you.